Yo, what up? You've heard how every superhero has their origin story, right? Well, welcome to the Can't Believe I Made It podcast. I am your host, Desi Abeda. I'm a high-performance mentor, registered dietitian, and family man. Tune in as we explore the high-performance habits of high performers, their origin story, and how they went from disbelief to belief in their own hero's journey, where they got to a point and shouted, can't believe I made it. Enjoy the episode. Yo, what is good, people? Welcome to a, another episode of the Can't Believe I Made It podcast with our Motivation Monday, or rather it's Mentorship Monday. <laughs> God, I'm, 12, I'm 10 seconds in and I already got it wrong. Welcome to another installment of our Mentorship Monday series where we are giving you 10 to 15 minute episodes of ways for you to create habit formation, to stick to it, and to really work on a lot of your mental conditioning. So I just wanted to welcome you guys again into season five. So you haven't had a chance to catch this last hero's journey, it was from yours truly. You know, I, I talked about this in the pod and I would really love for you all to make sure that you spend the time to go back because I think it's valuable to get to know the person that is is teaching you. And um, I talked about this in the pod and, you know, I, for me, I'm working through some imposter syndrome too. And I want to make sure that you all who are working through that process and some of the self-doubt and some of the negative self-talk uh, just to know that you're not alone. You know, I, I dove into my own hero's journey uh, with this last episode, episode 56. And I talked about this in, in, in the pod. And I said, like, hey, I put this off and procrastinated this for quite some time. And I felt like it was a good moment just to break through some of the barrier. And that's where I think the stuff that we're going over here is really, really valuable. So with our Mentorship Monday series, I want to make sure that you are spending the time and they're bite-sized episodes, 10 to 15 minutes. And for most people, you can go get a walk, do the dishes, fold like fold the laundry, like whatever that is for you. It's going to be incredibly valuable for you just to spend some time from the standpoint of your mental conditioning. Reason I say this is because for today's part, I, I felt like this is something that's that's really relative to not just people that I'm working with, but a lot of people, listeners, friends, community members that that listen to the pod. Uh, having conversations with you, there's one thing that keeps coming up and, and something that I'm seeing. And I figured I would just be able to lend a helping hand and some value for you to wrap your head around this. But the, the topic of today is your your own personal bandwidth. I think oftentimes, I said this a couple pods ago, and it's something that um, I'm so glad is is catching some some momentum, is that I would rather you choose frustration over quitting. Because in most cases, and this kind of is extremely relative to what we're going to go over today, in most cases, people get really, really frustrated and then they quit. They don't work through the frustration. And I feel like from the standpoint of navigating your own personal bandwidth so that you are understanding how much time that you can devote to things that really mean a lot to you, it's going to be such a huge thing for you to understand because I think in most cases, and, and Tony Robbins said this, and it, it definitely rings such a huge idea in my head that it's like, wow, this is what happens. And one of the things that he coins is he says, uh, most people will underestimate or rather most people will overestimate what they can do in a year and they'll underestimate what they can do in five. Cause when we look at progression here, that's, that's kind of what we're tapping into. We're looking at 
actionable things that you can do to get 1% better. You know, we talked about James clear work a couple pods ago where we talked about the, you know, the law of progress and what it looks like to, to, to be 1% better, right? Exponentially, especially over 365 days out of the year and what that adds up to. It's the same thing here. So for those who are just listening to the pod, I'm going to make sure that I put the YouTube channel in the notes so that you can actually spend some time to look at the graphic that I'm going to talk about. But let me give you a little bit of background on, on the graphic. So for those that don't know, I was a performance dietitian for Major League Baseball. Shout out Brew Crew. Um, one of the things that I felt was was so fantastic is these guys have gotten to a point with their craft where they're, they're living and breathing, in this case, professional baseball. And one of the things that I thought was fantastic is you might think that these guys get paid a lot of money, right? You might think that um, they're incredibly privileged for what they're able to do. But what you don't see is all the training, all the studying, and all the things that they're dedicating themselves to on a day-to-day basis. So as I share my screen here, and again, you're going to be able to see this as a visual uh, if you look at the YouTube channel. But I'm going to go ahead and explain it. So what I have here is your personal bandwidth meter, kind of like a volume meter, right? So I have zero going up to 10. So just to kind of give you a visual, what I thought was really fantastic and why why I feel that this is really, really relative to helping you to understand some of the stories that you tell yourself and some of how you're spending your time. Okay, so going back to working in professional baseball. These guys would get to the complex probably around eight or nine, depending on if they had some specialty work to be doing, you know, they would train, they would practice, and then they would be in the, in the film room studying and they would just be studying. Right. And so they'd be eating. And and in most cases, they're dedicating probably like eight to nine hours and sometimes above 10 hours a day. If you know anything about baseball, professional sports is there aren't, there really aren't a whole lot of days off, right? It, It really coins the phrase, no days off. Because all of their all they're doing is living and breathing preparation, performance, and recovery. That's that's the mantra. And so from a, a performance dietitian and as your high performance mentor, I want to help you understand that if you're in this evolution of finding yourself, of fulfillment, navigating your habits that are value-based, that are high reward habits, you're gonna have to dedicate some time to this. And in doing so, you're going to also have to make sure that you are honest with the amount of time that you can spend and you're honest with yourself and labeling. Again, you know, we want to be curiosity like investigators here, right? We're so good at being judgmental and, you know, sets in the negative self-talk, telling ourselves why we can or can't do something. We're so good at that. What I want to challenge you to do here is to be more of a, a curiosity expert. Like, huh, I wonder why that happens. I wonder why I tell myself the story that I don't have time to work out. I wonder why I tell myself the story that um, all I need to do is just organize my day. You know, that's that's what I need to do. Okay, and so when we go back to this, this is kind of why I I feel like this is such a huge thing for you as listeners to understand. When we go back to your personal bandwidth meter, what I'm looking at on a day to day basis, especially when I'm working with someone is like, okay, how much time can we dedicate per day? to the four pillars, right? So four pillars for me from the standpoint of habit formation into developing a new identity from a performance perspective is going to be your sleep routine. It's going to be your nutrition. It's going to be your fitness. And then it's going to be your mental conditioning. Because what I found, especially in professional sports, is that like they invest a crap load of money into a mental conditioning coach, right? 
They invest a crap load of money into their strength and conditioning, into their performance nutrition, and then also into their sleep routine and their sleep hygiene. Because for me, sleep is always going to be the foundation. You know, one of the things that really rang true to me a, a while back from uh, evidence-based uh, training, you know, EBT, we talked about that, you know, with their, their habit creator. They had talked about, you know, if you're getting up for a cardio session uh, with only four hours of sleep, it's like you stepping over $100 bills to pick up quarters. So we want to look at sleep as such a huge foundation. So these are the same four pillars that I teach in my program because I was like, hey, if the best athletes in the world are navigating these pillars, why not bring this down to people who are looking to become high performers and professionals in their lives? Because I talked about this a while ago, too, and it really reigns true with people that I'm talking with and even just with people that I'm working with when we lay that, that groundwork. You know, if life was a professional sport, most people would be underperforming and they may know about it, but most don't. They're so disconnected and distracted from being in their bodies that it's just not something that's on their radar. So going back to this personal bandwidth meter, meter, I always like when I'm working with someone, I want them to understand like, okay, so from the standpoint of developing your sleep routine, right? From the standpoint of, uh, you know, navigating the act of organizing and scheduling some of your, your eating patterns, right? Making sure that you're doing some light meal prep, you know, getting out, getting your non-exercise activity in, you know, doing chores, going on walks, getting those steps, even just with your mental conditioning, like actually diving into studying your mind enough so that when things are starting to come up, like you know what to do. So with those four pillars in, in week to week, what I help people do is help them to understand like what their personal bandwidth is. So if you can dedicate an hour a day, then we need to be really efficient with the time that we're spending in that hour. If you're someone who's able to dedicate almost two to three hours a day, and, and usually for working people, this is what I'm finding. Like we can find an hour or two of each day to navigate those pillars, right? So, you know, we just had a new high performer that just came on this past month. And for her, like what we did, we're like, hey, if your sleep hygiene is going down, let's spend 10 minutes at 10 o'clock where we look at, okay, what went right today? Again, we're measuring backwards. What went right today? What intention do I want to set tomorrow? And what's the first thing that I want to do when I wake up? Because Inevitably, what we're doing there is helping this high performer to develop a nighttime routine and a morning routine. And it starts with setting the intention and making sure that we're taking actionable steps to get there. Because she was able to paint me like, hey, this is what a, a, a perfect morning routine might look like. And in order to do that, as her high performance mentor and as your high performance mentor, <clears throat> we have to make sure that, that we're measuring back. And also making sure that we're taking actionable things so that you can be successful with it. Because if you get overwhelmed, it's very likely that it's just too um, it's just too dynamic. So we need to dial it back a little bit and make it a bit more specific. All right. So going back to this, if you're someone who's able to dedicate, you know, one to two to sometimes three hours to your body and your habits and, and this outcome that you desire of this evolution that you desire, then we need to be really efficient with the time that we're able to spend. Okay. Because in most cases, and this is kind of where I, I really want to challenge you all. You know, I talked about this in the last pod too. And, you know, like I said, if you haven't got a chance to go to 56, episode 56, make sure that you do so. You know, I talked about this towards the end and I felt like it, it I definitely need to repeat it. You know, one of the things that I was, I was tapping into a lot of meditation over this past two weeks. 
And one of the things that came up, because I was, I personally was feeling stuck in some areas, like, you know, what is this about? So I did a crap ton of journaling. I did a crap ton of meditation. You know, I played a, a lot of basketball because it's usually my mindfulness exercise. And the word that came up to me was respect. And when it came up to me, I was like, you know, what the hell respect? Like, what does this even mean? You know, <laughs> why, why this word? And what became of it was it kind of reminded me of a talk that Matthew McConaughey did. And if you haven't caught any of his motivational videos, the dude is is prolific uh, with words. Like he's just really, really great at inspiring you and helping you to understand like a little bit of his process. But he talked about how a mentor had asked him a long time ago when he first started getting into movies, like, you know, who's your hero? McConaughey said at the at the at the time, like being in his younger 20s, like, I have no idea. You know, it's me in five years. So that meant that same mentor came back in five years and was like, hey, are you you your hero? And McConaughey had, had said, like, no, not even close. Maybe I might be in five years. So I, I thought about that talk and then this reference of respect. And what came back was like, OK, with with how I spend my time, right, my own personal bandwidth meter, I want to make sure and I don't have to be perfect in this area. And, and I want to make sure that you as listeners really understand that. Like, I'm not telling you, hey, you need to be perfect here. What I'm telling you is you need to take ownership behind some of the stories that you're telling yourself and some of the things that you're doing to prevent you from this outcome that you desire in your life, right? This high performance life that you were chasing. What came back to me was that I need to respect my hero who is me in five years, Everything that I'm doing to this day, like today is what? September 20th, 2021. Everything that I'm doing today needs to be done in the name of respecting myself in five years. Because if I'm engaging in an activity, right, that is that is disrespecting the outcome that I desire in five years, then I need to label it and be accountable to it. And this is really hard. Because what I'm asking you to do with how you spend your time each day is making sure that you are aware of the stories that you tell yourself. You know, for all of you iOS users, you know, you have screen time. I'm pretty sure Android probably has the same thing. You have actual data that tells you how much you're disconnecting and how much you're distracting yourself from getting that walk in, from studying some of your mental conditioning. OK, from getting getting some clarity around like what you actually need help with from the standpoint of creating habits that are that are not only high reward, but high fulfillment. Right. You're, you're neglecting time that you can be spent in creating a, an, an organized meal plan for the week or you're you're losing time on making sure that you can dedicate time to your fitness routine or your sleep routine. So we need to be really, really aware of, of our own personal bandwidth and be honest with, okay, I can spend 30 minutes today or I can spend an hour today. I mean, I'm at a point right now and it's taken years to get here where in most cases with these four pillars, I can probably dedicate two to three hours a day on these things easily, but it's taken years to get there. And I don't say this as a flex to you. I say this as like, hey, this is going to take some time. And if you really want this outcome, if you really want this high performance lifestyle where you are emotionally agile, you are able to enjoy how your body moves and you know what to do from the standpoint of, of progression with your fitness routine, same thing with your nutrition. You understand how important it is to prepare 
perform in life and to recover from life, right? If you know all of those things and you're trying to navigate this lifestyle, it provides you with much more bandwidth to do uncomfortable things. And that's what I want to leave you with today. Because if you're choosing to distract yourself and you're telling yourself these stories of, um, you know, I'm not enough. I don't have time. It's just not the right time for me. That might be what, what it is. And I said this to a, a, a high performance uh, client a while ago, and it really just something that I continue to use. You know, she was she was getting caught up in a lot of stories and she was like, these these seem like excuses to you, huh? And I was like, hey, these excuses and these stories that you're telling yourself, they are likely very real in your life. I don't want to discount that. That would not be empathic or compassionate to, to your story here. But what I want to ask you is that these stories that you're telling yourself, although they may be real, are they more important than the outcome that you desire? Because the excuse that you're about to make is keeping you from the outcome that you desire in your life. All right. So you know by now, I'm always giving homework. We're at the 60-minute mark. I want to make sure we get this done in 10 to 15-minute pods, Des. <laughs> um, listen, all I want you to do right now, as you're listening to this pod, as you're seeing this pod either on IGTV or YouTube or wherever you, wherever you get your pods, um, as you watch or listen, I want you to tag me. Make sure you comment on one behavior right now that is disrespecting you, this version of you in five years, that is your hero. That's all I want you to do. Okay? So... Mentorship Monday coming at you, not Motivation Monday. I said this at the beginning of the pod. I'm imperfect, but let's just keep going. I don't edit these. I just go, okay? All right, Mentorship Monday coming at you. Another Friday, Hero's Journey is coming at you this Friday as well. I hope you all have a beautiful day. Go be high performers in your life because most people are underperforming, and that's not you. Peace. What's up, high performers, high performance mentor and dietitian Desi here. Before I let you go, I just want to speak to your heart real quick. If there's something inside of one of these stories or inside of one of these episodes that is really resonating with you, it's because I'm speaking to the high performer in you. So there's two things that I want you to do before you get done here. One, if you're looking to surround yourself with other high performers and you're looking to get more of a cue with how to become the high performer that you need to become, I want you to join our Facebook. It's called the High Performers Club. I'll make sure that we have that in the show notes of each and every episode. All you got to do is click on the link, answer a couple questions and you're in and you get full access to a wide variety of free videos, free content for you, free ways for you to, to step up and become the high performer that you need to become. On the other end, we also know that information is readily available. It's the application that people need to invest in in order to get to that point where they have sustainable change towards their habits and towards their high performing selves. And so if you're looking in ways to work with me, please click on the link, fill out a couple questions and see what kind of spots are available in the moment. I would love to work with you if you are someone who is looking to become the high performer that you need to become because it's what I do. Love y'all. Thanks for listening.